It's the Seth Williams Show with Mike Kazoka. And here's your host, Seth Williams and Mike Kazoka. Boys are boys from the beginning. If you were born a boy, you stay a boy. Girls are girls right from the start. If you were born a girl, you stay a girl and grow up to be a lady. Everybody's fancy. Everybody's fine. Your body's fancy, and so is mine. Only girls can be the mommies. Only boys can be the daddy. Welcome to another Monday night. Just thought I'd uh, leave that there to ponder as we start on Monday evening. Yeah, uh, yeah. welcome. How are you? Oh, welcome. Same to you, buddy. Yeah, shit sure sucks. Be- another sucks. day we're out the window. It looks like a good day, and you step outside, yeah. it's freezing. Yeah. 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 I don't want to complain tonight, but I'm, I, I do always. It's hard not so to. What the hell? <laughs> Why not? It's uh, I got a just hard not to. Doctor's appointment tomorrow where I'm fairly certain that they're going to either tell me I have a brain tumor, chop off my other leg, uh, tell me something horrible is going to happen. So I'm um, looking forward to that. Uh, that should be exciting. Um, but welcome. Uh, so I'm like, great to be here with you today. Great to be here too, Natalie. Yep. It's a wonderful day in the neighborhood. There's some things you just can count on. Uh, Natalie, yes. Yep. Um, the big news, obviously, today, I mean, we're not going to make it the main topic of conversation tonight, is um, Tucker Carlson parting ways with Fox News. And uh, Don Lemon, I guess, parting ways with CNN. Now, that one you could kind of see because nobody was watching Don Lemon. But the Tucker thing is slightly uh, interesting. I um, I had at least two thoughts when that happened today. My first thought was that maybe they're going to sneak off together in a lope. You never know. That could be. But then again, and then the second thought I had was, whoa, wait a minute. If they decide to go someplace and do the kind of show you and I have been doing for a year, where we look at things on both sides, that's going to piss me off. Yeah. My, my, we thought of it before they did. And my guess is that I, I haven't read anything yet. I, I just read that Tucker and they had parted ways. My guess is that after that settlement with Dominion, that they wanted Tucker to go on air and apologize. He probably refused and um, decided to part ways and, and say it in such a way. I forget what news outlet I was looking at, but it was kind of a different twist on it where Tucker supposedly was going to double down and downplay the settlement and Fox put the kibosh on him being Tucker and he refused to compromise his standards and told them enough's enough. Well, that may be too. I, I don't I, I've I don't anything. know. Neither one of them have made a statement. Um, the other, the other one, like I said, uh, Lemon was on this morning, so something happened today, and he got in trouble a couple weeks ago because he said supposedly some insensitive stuff towards 
women's feelings, and that was uh, something that they supposedly got over. But nobody's uh, no, neither one of them has said a word yet. So, I mean, seriously, how do you hurt a woman's feelings? I mean, do you close the laundry door and not let her in? There you go. There you um, go. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I don't know why. I mean, Don Lemon's ratings weren't very good. I don't think a whole lot of people were watching that show. No, and you said quite the opposite. Every you know, to begin a with. move on uh, Fox's part because if if Tucker moves to one of the networks that supposedly Fox was afraid of losing viewers to during the whole thing that set up the Dominion lawsuit, uh, it's going to be a pretty powerful move for whoever lands him. I don't think that, well, one, I'm sure that he had to sign some sort of agreement that he can't open his mouth for like ever uh, without being a ton of money or being sued to no end, I would assume, right? I mean, you know law and contracts. Well, and like I that. don't know what kind of non-compete uh, and all that other stuff, and I don't know. Was he uh, was he bigger than the network when it came to that? I don't know. I don't know. I, I doubt that. I mean, I, I don't know a whole lot of people that were – are bigger than a non-compete. I mean, most of the people that I know that got let go from radio stations at least had something where they couldn't. Even my stupid ass, who didn't even have a contract, uh, when I got let go from the radio station, um, was told, if you want your severance, you're not going to say anything on social media. You're not going to say anything anywhere else. Uh, because if you do, you're not going to get your money. Right. And my money was shit compared to what that guy was going to get. Right, uh, but I needed it, so I didn't say anything. Right, uh, but I would imagine. I mean, Rick says it's Tucker. You won't sign that. I I beg to differ, man. When we're talking that kind of money, um, what's he gonna do? His audience isn't gonna follow him to CNN if he decides to turn coat and go there. Where's he gonna go? There's not a whole lot of. Uh, I mean, he could do the Glenn Beck thing and do his own. You know what I mean? They were speculating. Um, pretty open-mindedly um, on uh, uh, CNN when the news broke. And they said a couple things like, could he do the Glenn Beck route and start his own, uh, you know, media production kind of company? Is it uh, a book deal instead of uh, doing more, you know, the radio stuff? Uh, I don't know. And, and then here's the one, here's the one that I thought was interesting. What if he just decides to become a candidate? What if he decides to run for office? I mean, there's three, there, there's huge number of people in this country every night that stop whatever they're doing just to watch his show. Yeah, I mean, Fox's ratings spike when he comes on. Of the course, I, I was one of them. I have it recorded every night. But yeah. So um, my point is, what if he declares for office? What if he rolls up his sleeve and says, "I'm tired of waiting to to talk about it on the news." I want to roll up my sleeves and make something happen. I mean, you I don't guess think he, that'll shake up the polling numbers. I uh, guess he could do something like that. But again, when it comes to going like the Glenn Beck route, I mean, you still have some. You have to have somebody that's going to air it. I mean, you got to find a company that's going to put them on. True. Well, with his numbers and the draw that he is, some stupid internet thing. I mean, internet things don't always work out the best. I mean, you have to have true. You know, some way to promote it, to get it out there, whether it's an iHeart or a CBS or something like that. And I don't know if anybody would touch him. Maybe they would. Maybe he'd be the next Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> right. 
Right. I, I agree. But uh, I don't know. Don Lemon might as well sell ice cream. I heard Lemon had said things about women that was not so nice and didn't catch what it was. I heard on Channel 3 this afternoon. Well, yeah. yeah. But that was that was weeks ago. That wasn't like it just happened yesterday. And No, it, it was a couple weeks. But again, they weathered that storm, supposedly got over it, and that wasn't enough to do it. So whatever happened was a little bit bigger than, you know, the cancel culture shit. And then I wonder, you know, I'm a Fox guy, obviously, or a CNN guy. I don't know if I would follow Tucker to somewhere else. I, I mean, I, I really want to know what happened. I want to know what the reasoning was behind them parting ways. Um, but uh, I don't know if I'd follow Tucker somewhere else if he's not going to be part of the Fox team. If there is a Fox team or whatever, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what I would do. I always like to show. Yeah. I will say this, though. When he was on, I forget what time. Was he on at 9 o'clock before he took the 8 o'clock slot? I think so. Yeah, he was a little later. And I thought he was a lot less arrogant back then. And I thought it was more of an entertaining show. It right. wasn't just strictly uh, left-right stuff. It was, uh, it was a lot of entertainment value to the show. And then when he got that 8 o'clock time slot, all of a sudden, it just kind of went party line and it's not as much fun as it used to be in my opinion well it tonight some of the stuff we're going to talk about later and i'm referring to the background the behind you uh he broke that you know he did a special on that story a couple years back yeah so yeah when he was doing investigative stuff it was uh it was pretty compelling yeah i thought it was, I, mean, it, it, I mean it had to be something big that happened because he had that stuff on that what Fox Nation that streaming stuff that they have, right? He had, uh, all kind of specials on there and everything. So it had to be something huge that went down over the weekend, apparently. Yeah. Well, uh, that's why I'm inclined to think that they were trying to change him rather than, you know, where he just said no, I'm not going to do it and and left. Um, that would, we'll see. I, I I'm curious as to what we're going to hear from both of them, but uh, we'll see. I mean, he was originally on, like, CNN and MSNBC and stuff like that. Yeah. And I wonder if Don Lemon will switch sides and now start talking conservative, maybe. You never know. Don't you lose respect for people like that, though? Uh, if Don Lemon for the past how many years is telling you how much Trump and everybody sucked and then would switch networks and go and start being more conservative leaning uh i you know i don't mind editorial and i don't mind opinion stuff like that but what makes it believable is when it's heartfelt that's you know, between you and i that's honestly the stuff that bothered me the most about the whole dominion thing were the, supposedly the emails were all the players involved claimed to not be not believe the stuff they were staying on the air. That doesn't look good for anybody. For no, all I mean, the reasons you said. If you're, if you're going to sit here and say that it's just Fox that does that kind of thing, you don't think CNN does the same kind of shit with their host telling them what to say and what not to say when it comes to you know, making sure that their viewers are happy? I guarantee it happens in every walk of, of media like that. What the hell, man? And that's what's happened in the media for the past how many years, whether it came to Trump or COVID or whatever, 
There was a party line. There was a line that was fed to the media, and that's what they were told to say, and that's what they did. And if you went against that, you were silenced. You were fired. I mean, it happened all over the place. You had people lying to your face about COVID, and they knew that they were lying. They knew that they were feeding you crap, and they went along with it because that's what they were told to say. And so I, I can't just blame Fox for doing it. I'm sure every media company does stuff like that. Well, that's a big umbrella term for something very specific that happened in this one particular case that made it very, very different. I mean, actual malice is when you can prove that they faked it on purpose and they left the email trail that in a paper trail that is hard to ignore. I mean, every network has had people that, and these are the, it's the people that I respect that stand up and say, I'm not part of this anymore and walk away. There've been all kinds of people that have done that. So I guess your own personal integrity is something that you can't get back. Your own personal integrity goes out the window when it comes to making money. You see that with, with the people that worked at Twitter. You see, I mean, it's come out as fact well, now what Twitter did. I think that's did. human nature. Yeah, I'm not, I'm I mean, not you, saying it. You see what Twitter did. Twitter silenced the Hunter Biden laptop. That has come out as a fact. They silenced doctors that were on their Harvard doctors that came on there and Yale doctors and all these professional people that had opinions, if not facts, when it came to COVID. They silenced them. And these media companies are all the same. They, they have a, a line. They have an agenda that they want to push and that's what they do. So I, I'm not saying Fox is innocent of any of that. I mean, I guess it's up to us to sit here and try to filter out the bullshit and come up with that. It's actually right. I, I agree. I they, wholeheartedly. It's up to us. And that's the whole point of talking about both sides, because a lot of people out there don't get both sides. You know, like I said, you like you said a while back about as far as you're leaning towards Fox and my leaning towards CNN. Yeah, that's absolutely true. But I spend a good amount of time every day watching Fox as well, because that's the only way to see how both sides play the middle. That's no. why I'm on here every week saying we need to stop getting played because neither side is got clean hands in this. And, I'm interested uh, to see what comes out as far as, you know, why, if anything comes out so as far too. as why. I mean, and there's another bigger lawsuit heading uh, Fox's way. And the discovery that's already been done might even, you know, lift the lid even bigger on this and see how they're going to react. We'll see. We shall see. But you got to admit, today was uh, obviously a big surprise. I didn't see that coming. Today was interesting on, on both sides. Because yep. uh, I, I guess Don Lemon was respected on, on your side. I, I don't know. Was he? Did well, people look to Don Lemon as being an authority on anything? Uh, I, I, he always impressed me as right, right place, right time. Because when he was on at night, he followed Chris, Chris Cuomo. Wow. You know, and Chris, you talk about landing on your feet. I mean, he got a show and he's back on the air and is what it is. Brian Williams ended up uh, on the air. Uh, we'll see what happens to these two, if they're going to still interested in doing. But I, I want to know why. And I don't want to hear it from anybody else but the two of them. So if it takes them a while to get their you know, act together before they want to talk to the public, they're entitled to that time. And we'll Chris see. Cuomo, Chris Cuomo got a, a show. Yeah, he's got Where? his own. Uh, Where's that? I don't know the name of the network, but he's on. I don't think anybody on, knows the name of the network. He's on every night. 
<laughs> Linguini.com. Yeah, something. Because I've never heard of him getting another job. That, that's interesting to know, though. I guess I don't know. Oh, he does. He's an. Uh, he's a. Yeah, primetime anchor too. People want their jobs, so some of them will say whatever they are told to say or do. Absolutely. Yep. yep. I've been in that situation. I've been in that situation where management has come to me. I did a show for an entire four hours one morning, and the uh, radio station did not like the show because it was offensive, I guess, to some people. I could probably say this now. I'm, I'm guessing. I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I'm going to get myself Yeah, they can't take your severance pay away. They already gave it to you a little no, bit. I was just saying, I'm, I'm assuming there's no laws against it, but, I mean, I was, you know, uh, told to get tape and get rid of that tape so the show never existed and you'd kind of do what you're told to do by management i mean that's kind of the way things roll i mean (laughs) you do and you uh say what you're told if you want to keep a job yeah news nation is where cuomo is on that's right that's right i'm thinking that i like that name better cuomo Yeah, News Nation. What, what it's is also News a Nation? show on some of the stuff you watch too. It, it is totally different network. I think the News Nation. <laughs> Nudes Nation. It's the Nudes Nation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, what is News Nation? I've never heard of it. What is that? Is that a concert? Is that it a is, liberal it, site? It's a cable following, just like some of the smaller uh, right wing uh, media outlets that people were theorizing that Tucker was going to jump to. I veto this new time. I, I like this new time. Again, setting new boundaries for this show. We are a podcast, not a radio show. We start when we want to start. We end when we want to end. And, and it's uh, available all week long. So then, if you want to wait, it's available forever. It's up, you can watch it at midnight. You can watch it a year from now if you'd like. Um, it doesn't matter. But yeah, this is the time of the show. And it goes when we start. It ends when we end. It's just that simple. Ran into a guy the other day. Actually, no, I got an email from a guy the other day. Stan from Brooklyn, old Brooklyn, I believe. Uh-huh. And I, I've heard Stan before, no Stan. Nice guy. I don't know him personally, but uh said that he finally found the show because it was on a Reddit site about another radio show out there. Okay. And he was going back to watch episode one. I said, do not do that. Stop yourself now before you make a gigantic mistake right. and turn off episode one. Never watch it again. If there's a tape I'd like to destroy, it's probably that one. Skip and ahead like the till, 30 after that. Um, till it, the was a, flies. It, was a, it was a ginormous mess. I remember I was watching it. I turned it on not that long ago, maybe a month ago, because I just wanted to rehash what episode one and episode two kind of looked like. Right. On the screen, it looked like you and I were giant head people. Like the heads took up the entire big screen TV. You could see sweat, you know, like dripping down the, my forehead from the lights that were in, in the studio. There were literally flies landing on my arm. If you could see my arm from the giant headshot, but you could, there were flies flying everywhere. <laughs> and like it just, there was no green screen in the back. Well, there was, but it was just green. Right, but there was nothing else going on in episode one. It was, it was, it was the first shot. So I'm not right. blaming anybody. It was fine. No. We had a place to do the show, and Billy right. Morris is a fantastic guy, and the studio was great, and progressively got better. And I think now it's actually at least looks professional. It may not be professional, maybe a piece of crap, but at least it looks better. 
So I'll take that. It does. Um, but I, I told the guy, I was like, do not watch episode one. If you do watch episode one, immediately fast forward to episode whatever we're on now. Yeah. What would you give to have had a camera in the wings uh, capturing everything that we literally saw that nobody else and didn't make it out on the air? How about the days where they were doing open heart surgery on all the equipment <laughs> that was being used to broadcast the show? 10, 20 minutes before showtime. Yeah. And at the last minute, that last screw got put in, the switch got thrown, and all of a sudden it's like, hey, we're on, we're on the air. That was amazing. <laughs> yeah. that was or, or the amazing. time where like a slight thunderstorm rolled through and all of a sudden we didn't have internet and cut out of some like really great interviews, like uh, John Adams that we had on. Right. And uh, yeah, it was a uh, Tyrus. We had Tyrus on from Fox News, and thank God, like, the internet stayed up for like 30 seconds before the interview and then 30 seconds after the interview. Right. So we were able to actually do it. Uh, but yeah, Stan, thanks for listening. And I appreciate you checking out the episodes. Just it, don't go to episode one through 30. Yeah. When you finally make it to the episode, <laughs> Stan, welcome to the show. Hey, also, listen. wait, real quick. I want to say uh, hi to Melissa from Yellow Brick Road Auctions. Melissa from Yellow Brick Road Auctions. Um, talking to her about possibly becoming a sponsor with this show uh they do some great stuff with this with the auctions a lot of cool stuff that they auction off so uh hopefully we'll be talking more to melissa from yellow brick road auctions at some point soon wow you think there might be a segment there too uh, i hope so i think sure. stan is from slavic village he used to call into the church show regularly yes fair enough cool, cool. uh welcome stan all right we want to talk about these cows there's cows yeah. behind me for a reason, not because I'm hungry. I have not dined on a cow in over a year. Um, right. I have not had a burger in over a year. So I want to take a quick break, and then we'll talk cows. Where's your joke? story right that will definitely move you. Thank you. All right, hang on. What separates Triv's Restaurant in Strongsville from everybody else? Some restaurants you go to to eat the same thing over and over and over. But then there are restaurants like Triv's where you want to go there every single time and eat something different until you have eaten every single item on the menu. Why? Because the food's delicious and it has been for almost a quarter of a century. Triv's has amazing food, outstanding service, and an opportunity for you to have private dining, special events, and intimate occasions. You can enjoy a memorable fine dining experience in your own dedicated intimate space. Visit Triv's in the heart of Strongsville. Call now for reservations, 440-238-8830. Triv's in Strongsville. Joe Burdick custom flags are amazing. Each flag is handcrafted to reflect the imperfect perfection, making each piece of patriotic wall art unique. This is a local small business, veteran owned and proud. Joe Burdick creates symbolic artwork that is built to last. Display your spirit, pride, and patriotism by calling 440 305 2065 and let Joe's flag serve you. 440-305-2065. Joe Burdick Flags. 
Let me introduce you to Charlie's Auto Repair. Any car, any truck, any problem, Charlie's does it right. You know how it is. The check your engine light comes on, you put air in the tires, and the light is still on. 216-470-0170. That's Charlie's Auto Repair, 13728 Madison in Lakewood. Charlie can do it all, from small engine repair to fleet maintenance and system diagnostics. 216-470-0170. Charlie's Auto Repair. Let Charlie make your car great once again. Back here, the Seth Williams Show with Mike Chisoka. I want to thank Charlie's Auto Repair in Lakewood for the hotline. Charlie's Auto Repair in Lakewood. Good dude. Uh, Breaking news real quick before we get to the cows. Uh, the Jets are finalizing a trade for Aaron Rodgers. Uh, the Jets get Aaron Rodgers, pick number 15, a 2023 fifth round pick, number 170. Packers get pick number 13, a 2023 second round pick, a sixth round pick, a conditional 2024 second round pick that becomes a first if Rodgers plays a lot. So there you go. The Jets are going to get Aaron Rodgers. The worst kept secret just took forever to get actually done. Yeah. But apparently it is done. And we have Deshaun Watson, who couldn't hit both of us. We were standing together five feet away from him. Right. Did you do you hear the other uh, hot rumor uh, that's supposed to happen during the draft, too? No. Baltimore is going to send uh, Lamar Jackson to San Francisco for their quarterback that like took off last year, that rookie and uh, or whatever his name was. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Well, that'd be interesting. Why would you do that? Why would you get rid of Lamar Jackson? I mean, I'm happy that he'd be gone from our division. I mean, I think he was a decent quarterback though. I, I think it was a decent quarterback, but, I don't know how you put the genie back in the bottle once things reach a point where you finally get to a point where you demand a trade. It's kind of hard to walk around, especially quarterback position. Cause you're, it's, you know, you're supposed to lead the team. If you didn't want to be there and the whole team knows that it's kind of hard to say, you know, gather around guys and listen to this. I guess don't we'll, know. We'll see what happens. I'm looking forward to the draft just because I like watching the draft. I don't know. I mean, the Browns- I do too. Browns are going to do crap the first what, day. They don't have anything. Yeah, they don't have anything around three. So, um, all right. You want to talk about this cow thing? Let me play this. Yeah, go right ahead. Now, something interesting has been going on. It's been going on for quite some time. Um, right? It's been going on for a while. It's been time? going on since the 17th century. But these types of mutilations... Yeah, and right, they've so, been all happened the same way, and we'll lay out the specifics after the video sets. I'll play this, this video, and we'll see what you think. So let me say this. Just hold them down there for a little bit. Tom Miller and his family have worked this Colorado ranch for three generations. There isn't much Tom doesn't know about rearing cattle. 
But recently, some strange things have been happening to his animals. One day, Tom finds one of his cows has died. On a cattle ranch, that's not unusual. First, I, I thought it just died naturally. And then I got closer to it and I could see it wasn't natural. The eyes were gone, the tongue was gone, the ears were gone, the sex organs were cut out. It's just kind of weird. He notifies the local sheriff who comes out to take a look. But there's nothing he can do. The case is shelved, but it remains a disturbing mystery. I guess one of the strangest things is the laser cuts. Why is there no blood? How come body parts aren't strung around? In 50 years of farming, Tom has never seen anything like this. It would be highly unusual for a predator to consume gallons of the animal's blood, but leave the carcass intact. Strangely, farmers all over the world are reporting similar mutilations. Ex-Deputy Sheriff Chuck Sikowski has investigated hundreds of mutilations. Who's doing it and why is still unknown. But now, Tom's recent case reveals new evidence. What I'm seeing is the animal's picked up from one location, it's taken to a second location, the damage is being done to a second location, the mutilation, the, the unusual incisions, the removal of the blood, many animals being brought back. Who or what could pick up an animal weighing over a ton, cut it up, drain its blood, transport it, and then drop it back to earth without being seen? I know some people think you're crazy if you say it's UFOs or something like that or aliens, but I don't know what else it could be. I really don't. Retired Sheriff Lee Gerardo of Los Alamos County, Colorado, is also convinced that UFOs and mutilations are connected. A few years back, one rancher called me and uh, said, uh, you got to get out here, Sheriff. One of my uh, steers mutilated. And then uh, 15, 20 minutes later, a bright orange light came up, about the size of a beach ball. He came up off the ground, and he split in two. But it got me with it the same size after they split. Wow. The one ball just went flying north. He just took off, and he was gone in just a few seconds. Did, did it make any type of sound? Not even a humming sound. And I still think to this day, and it'd take a lot to convince me otherwise, it wasn't from this planet. Whatever the cause, the mystery of livestock mutilation remains unexplained. There you go. Yeah. Now, I, I got to tell you, when I talked to you about that yesterday, it was because... When was, at night before I went to bed, I'm just doing a last-minute check of the news. I'm on CNN.com, and the story is five mutilations like the one you just saw in Texas. But then I read the article, and it says five different cattle at five different ranches on the same night. So I Google and said, "How? what is going on? And find out 
that they've been reporting these kind of things or recording these kind of things since the 1600s in England. And in the United States, starting in the late 60s, early 70s, there's records of like 10, over 10,000 of these cattle having the same thing done to them in 11 Western states from Washington to Idaho to Oregon to Texas to Arizona. And one of the things that they didn't talk about in this video that was pretty uh, compelling is there's never any footprints. And when it happens in the brush or in a field, there's never any grass or anything that's bent or, or pressed down or so on and so forth. And, you know, they said uh, about the sex organs and stuff, but not, and not to be graphic, but that's laser precision. And that's not blood underneath it. It's other uh, bodily fluids that drain out after the. Ugh. So my point is the first thing, you know, being a comic, I'm thinking to myself, oh, my God, you know, superior intelligence creatures that can like come all the way here and do that. But that's what they want to do. It's like, you know, let's get drunk and go mutilate some cows. But if you take a look at the other photos and even the stuff that was in the video you just saw, scientists have said it takes hundreds of degrees to make a laser cut like that and burn back the other side. And there's no blood on the ground and there's none of that other stuff. And <clears throat> here's the other thing that's weird. No predators will touch the animal. Yeah, they're not eaten by anything else. There isn't anything else that sees a dead cow and says, okay, good, I'm going to eat some of that. That is the most one of the most unnatural, unearth-like phenomenon is when that thing lays out all night long and wolves, coyotes, even, even maggots and birds and stuff, nobody feasts on it. As a matter of fact, the story that I sent you, which was talking about the uh, the farm, uh, and that story was from uh, 2016. But Chuck, the guy in the video, is going out to talk, talk to this family. All of the other cattle and some of the horses that witnessed what happened to that cow were up against the back fence and they wouldn't go near the animal. And they all were like giving signs of being scared to death. Whatever they saw, whatever they knew, whatever they, you know, one only knows. Now, there have been two official federal investigations. Uh, one of them said it was nothing uh, unusual. It was just natural. Natural. Go to YouTube. You get <laughs> a nice three-minute video because of the length of the show. But there are shows and, and, and recordings on YouTube that are 30 minutes, 60 minutes, hour and a half long. And like I told you later this or earlier this afternoon when we first were discussing Tucker Carlson, he did a show a couple years back that was an investigative show that talked about this phenomenon exactly. And some people have said, well, you know, there's some kind of cult behavior or it's Satanists. But they, I don't care. Nobody can do that kind of work with that kind of precision. Cows have, you know, gallons of blood in their system. For there not to be a drop of blood anywhere, for the tongues to be cut out with laser precision, 
Yeah, and it's like heard. Animal on every continent, whether it's Asia, Europe, England, they're all the same thing is done to the cows. They take their sex organs, they take internal organs, they mutilate the tongues and take the eyes. Last I heard, Satanists and cult leaders are generally not um, trained surgeons. Right. <laughs> and how are they going to lift a cow, drain all the blood, and not leave any? And besides, even Satanists and, and, uh, and cultists would leave footprints. Usually, yes, usually yeah, they, they would. Or tire tracks or something if they just exactly. don't the, exactly. uh, cow out there. So, yeah, there's, there's something going on, and it's a little bit odd. Uh, you can message us and tell us what you think. Um, I want to know, if for the people watching stuff like that, how many of you have even heard of this before? Now, I think that we did this story a, a few years ago on the show because it's not, again, it's not a brand-new phenomenon, but right. something that just... This brand new one came out just the other day. Exactly. Uh, so it's still going on. Uh, so what is it, though? It has to be alien life form, you would think. You know that the government lies to you anyways. They've lied to us about everything else. You see that more and more now. Uh, so it has to be something like that, you would guess. What, what would you think? Well, all I know is that cow right behind you, take a yeah. look at it. Turn around, yeah, take I a look see. at it. That cow right behind you is very glad that all they did is put tags in its ears. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I wanted to make a you know funny comment when I was posting about this story today, but then I decided because there were like 20,000 cows that burned up in a dairy explosion like a couple yeah, weeks ago, that maybe somewhere. it wasn't very appropriate. Uh, but this is horrible, man. Mm. Just the fact that there's a phenomenon like that that's been going on on this earth <laughs> for hundreds of years. <laughs> nice, Rick. Me too, Rick. Me too. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> we all have them. It's all right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but so, I, what do you think the aliens are trying to get from it, though? Assuming that it is well, an alien. Maybe they don't have organ donor driver's licenses. So when people need eyes, gallbladders, assholes, you know. Well, that's just it. They're removing the anus. I mean, what are they making with the anus? I don't Is know. Is the anus a delicacy maybe? or I, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out what they could possibly want with the eyes, the tongue. I mean, the tongue. People eat cow tongue. Yeah. Uh, but... The way that they're done, I think, is the interesting part of the story, that they're mutilated and then... Well, like I said, you go back and look at the skin, that's the hide that's missing, that's all laser cut, and it's gone. I mean, there aren't any cut marks, there aren't any... There aren't even any ashes or any kind of residue. If you run that video again at the end of the show, like sometimes we do to do that as an uh, the outro... Uh, pay attention to how clean cut all that stuff is and no debris. No medical, uh, I don't know. Now, I mean, why would they? The but there's all kinds that, of farmers that know about this stuff and they're not saying anything either. So, Are they going to graduate to people next? I mean, that would be the yeah. Or do they look like people? Are they people? I don't know. You can leave your comments again. Um, let us know what you think. But have you ever seen a UFO or what you thought was a UFO? Uh, probably both. 
Seriously, there's one that time I was convinced that I was sitting there watching some stuff, but yeah, but then there are other times that I've seen things that just move too fast in the sky. Were you drinking, or is it just you know? Well, the first um, the first one was uh, we were conducting some chemical experiments with Sam Kennison. Oh, and we were on a beach in Hawaii, and that's where I saw the uh, you know UFO fill up and take off again. But I'll tell you something, you stand out on deck on a cruise ship in the middle of the ocean and you can see the whole sky. You see all kinds of things that fly around that look pretty interesting, to say the least. I refuse to believe that we are alone. How I mean, many? I, be- I believe in God and everything, yeah. but I believe that God could create multiple. Absolutely. Beings. But I mean, you can't have that many billions of universes. I mean, we're not just talking about other planets on other stars. You know, those th- there are other galaxies and and uh, the, the vastness of the universe. Yeah, chances are there's water on at least one of those things. Well, I mean, I think they've proven that at one point there was water like on Mars. And stuff. Right, right, right. So I would assume that there had to be some sort of life forms and. All right, let's play devil's advocate for a minute. Let's say the government doesn't lie. Let's say they come decide to come clean tomorrow and admit that we're not alone. How do you think this country reacts to that? Okay, let me just ask you a question. Did you, in response to that, um, you saw how the country reacted to Donald Trump becoming president. Half the people lost their fucking mind. Yeah. You think that this country is prepared to know that there's aliens that are out there and have been here to this this earth, I don't yeah. think I don't think this country, much less this world, are, are prepared for it. Now, I think civilizations I in the past were obviously prepared for it. You see, in ancient Aztec or Mayan drawings, things that right. look like starships and you know, aliens and that kind of thing. They had to see something to be inspired by the to inspire those drawings. So, and I think pyramids. They've been here for a very long time. Yeah, of course, the pyramids. No, I'm sorry. The pyramids were supposedly built by a bunch of slaves or whatever. No, the pyramids were absolutely built by aliens. Well, they're and on so, every they're on every continent is what I'm saying. And they all right. basically look alike. And so yeah, they yeah. were either inspired by, commanded to be built by, or were built in tribute of. You know? And so I don't I think, think Stonehenge is because those people in England were just lazy. I, I don't think Hedge and said, "Okay, that, that's good enough." I don't think that this world is is <laughs> we're near uh, ready to to handle aliens. Now, I would be, I'd be kind of excited about something like that. I yeah. think it'd be kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, would I be worried if they started shooting like lasers at us and trying to kill us? Of course, I'd be worried about that. Uh, but I, I think it'd be cool to meet an alien that likes to rip a cow's anus out and and do whatever it does. I, I want to see what they're all about. Right? I don't know. Wouldn't you want to be friendly with something like that? Maybe alien sex is like the greatest sex of all time. Yeah. Maybe they have a new way that I could get like a real leg instead of you know the fake leg if right. they came down and were aliens. Right. I just uh there are people may- that believe in aliens and UFOs, not sure I do. Well, what the hell do you think is out there? Just a bunch of stars? Well, again, I, mean, I believe like in I said- God. We can but, focus on American ranches. What the hell is doing what we just saw to all those cattle? Yeah, I mean, Natalie, what's your explanation for those cattle being mutilated the way that they are? With that kind of precision, with no blood anywhere, what's your uh, 
your solution to that? What's your, what do you think did something like that? Yeah. And when was the last time anything edible died in the woods and all the other hungry animals that were hunting that night decided not to eat it? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the aliens don't want anything to do with us. Maybe I agree. That's the problem. I because say that in my act. Yeah, they're intelligence because they don't stop. <laughs> we are completely screwed up that they don't want to be a part of us. Right. They bring their kids here and point at this planet and go, look, it, this is the shit that happens when you don't go to school. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think, I mean, there has to be something else out there. I refuse to believe that God just created this ball of mess and didn't create something else to, to try to see what's, what else is going on. But I'm only half kidding with the thing about, you know, how would people react? Because there are times... You can understand why the government doesn't tell everybody everything because a lot of people like uh, um, Jack Nicholson said to Tom Cruise, you can't handle the truth. Yeah, apparently uh, uh, James, Jim Scott um, is listening and he has, I guess, photos, pictures and videos of stuff that you know shows UFOs or you know, that kind of thing. And I, I do believe in that. I mean, they're Good. Get him on the show. I would love to have Jim on the show, but I don't think he'll come on. <laughs> but uh, I haven't figured out that. Maybe there is. Uh, Natalie's not convinced. Natalie's not convinced that there's... Well, she moved at least maybe, life. so she's open-minded enough. But you kind of expect that from Natalie. We can't be the only fleas floating around on a rock when we live in a quarry. Yeah. There you go. Space is so infinite that there's got to be something else out there. Uh, I mean, I think that there is proof of that that we haven't been shown. And I, I don't know why. Well, I do know why the government would be hesitant to release it because people, again, lose their mind. Yeah. And I'm not one of those people that says, oh, you can't believe in that stuff, because if you do, that means you don't believe in God. Well, no, the Big Bang Theory and all of that stuff may have been how God chose to do what he did. Um, none of this is a detraction from if there's 60 billion creations out there and there is only one God, then, you know, no wonder he only took six days to f create this world because he had a lot of other places to go create shit. Show Alaska Triangle on Discovery. I think it talks all about campers. You saw a UFO land and leave a circle of animals cut up like this, including a killer whale. There were hundreds of miles from the ocean. Wow. Yeah, I got to do some more research and get some more stuff. I yeah. reached out to that Chuck Zakowski that was on that video that I showed. That's what you um, said. He has not yet gotten back to me. I, I hope he does. Not. Maybe he's <clears throat> investigating these cows. He could be in Texas right now. Investigating what happened. Yeah. Well, all I know is, like I said, I found that last night. I got in touch with you and I said, this sounds like the kind of story we're supposed to be covering on the show. What do you say we do it? You found stuff. I found stuff. Everybody out there that's listening to us or will watch the show this week has got to have an opinion on it. And if any of those people have proof, evidence, want to come on and talk or Chuck makes contact, it'd be great to sit around and look at photos and and have uh, you know three, four, five people down here underneath us all talking about whether or not it could and should be. Yeah, I'll keep trying to, you know, 
Uh, get somebody to come on. But again, the 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 thing I couldn't understand is how do you how do you pull it? First of all, I can't picture one person pulling that off. No, I can't. I can't even five, six, ten people. You lift the cow. I'm going to drain all of its blood. They didn't spill any and pull that off. No, no, this middle of the night cult people aren't capable of that kind of precision. So then the mastery of the kind of work that's done, the uniformity of it being done the same way all over the world. And like I said, we're sitting here talking about us in America and 11 cattle ranching states. It's happened in England, in France, and, you know, all the places that have cows. People in India must be scared to death. Yeah, Jim is sending uh, sent me a couple of pictures to my phone. Unfortunately, I can't put them on the right. screen uh, right now. But, yeah, I mean, there's definitely shit in the sky sometimes that you don't know what it is. Right. I know that there was one time where I thought I saw a UFO. It ended up being a blimp with some writing on it. Uh, but other times I know that I've seen something. That's I saw one time it was an orange light. Uh-huh. And it was kind of over like the Lake Erie area. Right. And it was kind of just sitting there. Now we're talking about at night. Now it wasn't a planet, it was along the horizon. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't up in the dark sky. You know, it was kind of like at dusk time that I saw this thing. And it was an orange light, almost like a ball kind of thing. It was hovering literally along the horizon of Lake Erie. Now, I thought maybe it was the top of a boat or something like that. Uh, if the earth was flat, maybe it would make more, more sense. Uh, but this light then just shot up into the sky, and I never saw it again. But yeah. it was quick. It wasn't something that was a plane that just kind of went up and eventually took, vanished. It was something that looked like for real. Like it was just a, a ball of light that went up like that and disappeared. Right. And you know as well as I do, most stuff in the, the uh, skies that are jet propulsion leave some sort of vapor trail. I mean, right. I all the years I'd spent traveling as a road comic, I was on the road between midnight and 8 a.m. Lots of times I drove all night. And, I, you know, I can't tell you how many handful a dozen times that the same kind of thing. You'd see a light in the sky that moved way too fast in way too much of an angle that you could say, oh, that's a helicopter, a weather balloon, or an airplane. You need I, a backhoe to, to move a cow like that. Yeah, telling you need you. something huge to move a cow like that. Yeah. Um, and and so can you imagine getting a backhoe in there without tracks? Yeah, well, that's the other thing. Right. There were no tracks. None. There were no footprints. There were no nope. tracks. No spilled blood, no residue from the stuff that was cut out, nothing. Uh, apparently, if you'd like to, I, I might look one up here in a, in a break here soon. Um, but there's five videos on YouTube under James Scott that have uh, have a video of a uh, UFO. James? Yeah, James Scott. Wow. On YouTube, so I'm going to try to look one up in a, in a break. Uh, vampire raccoons. There you go. All right, you know, why you got to play around? We're talking about something serious. Because if they're cruising around up there saying, I told you so. <laughs> no doubt. Really? There's no vampire raccoons. Yeah. Do, do you think it's better or worse now that he's living in a world that he does completely understand? It's probably worse. It's now probably that he's actually worse. seeing everything, he's going, right. what the hell? <laughs> but 
I do think again, if they did come out and finally say yes, there are alien, there's alien life form out there. Uh, this country would lose their minds. Just wondering how would aliens do this and not leave any trace of blood, footprints, or tire tracks? Not saying they did not do it. Well, I'm assuming they have better technology than we would if they're able to get here. We obviously haven't figured yeah. out how to master space travel yet to get to another dimension or another world yeah. and, and, and explore their planets, but I think that they haven't figured out how to get here. The other thing you've got to conceive of, please, folks, don't forget this. The time involved to get from one galaxy to another. Mars is the next closest planet to Earth, and it takes, what, three years to get there from here. Either these creatures live thousands of years, or that spaceship goes real damn fast. Yeah, I mean, it has to be something to space travel that we haven't exactly. figured out. Exactly, can't. We're working look on figuring our eyes. We're trying to figure out how to get back to the moon. <laughs> right, right. But something had to do this. It was again, people want to make fun, say vampire raccoons, but there has to be something uh, to. There has to be a being that's able to lift a cow the way that it did, drain the blood, drain, get rid of the anus, get rid of the eyeballs, cut out the tongue with that kind of precision, with no blood, no footprints, no tire tracks, no nothing. I doubt that some Satanists or cult people went out there and lifted up every individual blade of grass after they were done vacuuming up with the blood with a you know, uh, <laughs> sort of right. When never spill anything or get it wrong, right? So, <laughs> I don't see that happening. Yep. But and here's the other thing for everybody that thinks it might well modern man and modern technology, the first recorded incidences of this stuff was in the court of St. James in 1606. So you tell me what kind of backhoe, hydraulic lift, laser instruments, precision, this, that, and everything to do that kind of stuff in 1606. Yeah, the people that don't believe are the people that sit there and honestly think that, you know, guys just strapped big blocks of sand on their backs and dragged them up a hill to make the pyramids. It didn't happen. Especially right? rock that didn't come from hundreds of miles from where the pyramid was. Right. And then they dug intricate tunnels and tubes for, you know, things to get out of here. It's just not, it's not possible. Right. So, all right, I'm going to take a quick break. we got the new rock moments happening right now. Another fantastic band uh, our buddy Chris Aiken has found. Um, proving that there is actual good music out there, rock music, that I have yet to find. And in the process, I'm going to try to find a James Scott video and see if we can put something like that up. So we'll be back in yeah, a little bit. Hang on. What's going on, everybody? It is Chris Aiken back once again with another edition of the new music moment right here on the Seth Williams Show. And today I'm going to go with a band that's actually 10 years old, but still a lot of you are just now discovering if you've even discovered them yet. The band is called Dorothy, and there's a theme here. I am a huge sucker for the for the female-fronted rock bands. I love them all. I am really a big fan of of the way chick rock has formed formulated into today's world 
I, I love it. And uh, this is no exception. Um, now, but Dorothy is actually a band as well as a person. Uh, Dorothy, the band has been around since 2013. Uh, they're based out of Los Angeles. Um, but it's only been recently that they've, um, they've been getting a lot of notoriety and a lot of run. Um, their new album came out in 2022. It's called gifts from the Holy ghost. And, uh, this was, uh, this is the breakthrough record. I think for this band, they've had a few records that are out there, but they, um, they really seem to have broken through with this, with this record or to be breaking through, I guess, cause they're not all the way there yet, but, um, they are led by, uh, by Dorothy Martin, who is the, uh, who is the Dorothy in the band, Dorothy, I guess. And, um, she rules. What a great voice. Um, I would say just a personal opinion here, but I would say that Dorothy is very much being groomed by the industry to be the next hailstorm. Uh, really seems like the same trajectory. It's either going to be, it's either going to be Dorothy or it's going to be, um, I don't know, maybe the warning might be another one that, that could possibly fit into that category or obviously Taylor Momsen and the pretty reckless. Cause they get a lot of love. Uh, but for Dorothy, the, this new release is, I believe their third album. Um, a lot of big names, uh, wrote on this thing and played on this thing. Uh, Chris trainer, Jason hook from five finger death punch. Um, Trevor Lukather wrote a bunch of stuff on this thing. He's, uh, um, Luke, Luke from Toto's son, uh, Zach Malloy from the Nixons. And now who's becoming a quite a famous producer, uh, worked on this thing as well. Um, it's, it's got great production. Chris Lord algae, uh, did the production work on it. It's a fantastic album, fantastic band. Um, if you like this kind of stuff, then you will definitely like this. If you're into that whole hailstorm sort of thing or evanescence or, those kind of bands, then there's no doubt that you will like Dorothy. Uh, so let's check out a little bit of uh, music from Dorothy. This is a song called Black Sheep. It's Dorothy from Gifts from the Holy Ghost, right here on the New Music Moment on the Seth Williams Show. Right, everybody what'd you think of that good stuff right that once again is the band dorothy uh the name of the album is gifts from the holy ghost it is out there now it's been out since uh 2022 so it's been out uh i don't know about a year maybe a little longer um probably a little bit longer than a year but still most people aren't hearing it so you're hearing it hopefully not first time here on the seth williams show but if it is if it is your first time 
make sure you go over to whatever streaming service you use and uh, check out the whole album. If you like it, buy it. Help these guys out, all right? And that's going to do it for this edition of the New Music Moment right here on the Seth Williams Show. Make sure you check me out on all my other stuff, whether it's Chris Aiken Presents, uh, chrisaiken.net, or uh, if you like the dirty comedy, the Howard Stern, Opie and Anthony type stuff, go over to theclassicmetalshow.com every single Saturday from 9 p.m. till 3 a.m. Eastern. It's a long show. It's dirty, but it's funny. So check it out. And like I said, that's going to do it for me for the Seth Williams show. I have been Chris Aiken and guess what folks? I will be again tomorrow. See ya. Hey, it's Seth from Mario's Barbershop in Parma, 7526 Broadview Road in the Pleasant Valley Shopping Center right next to Big Lots. You got to check out Mario, man. Great guy, does a lot for charities, but can perform miracles with hair. He even made me look clean cut. Does my hair, does a great job. Love talking to the guy while I'm sitting there. It's a great place to go local business. You got to go to Mario's Barbershop in Parma. Mario's Barbershop in Parma, 7526 Broadview Road. Again, in Parma, Pleasant Valley Shopping Center, right next to Big Lots. Or give them a call, 216-520-1977. That's 216-520-1977, Mario's Barbershop in Parma. Trust Joe's Lakewood Computer at 14035 Madison in Lakewood. They have over 30 years of professional service handling laptop and desktop repair services, virus removal, and data migration, and much more. You can trust them with hardware updates to your computer's memory and hard drive. Call 216-651-3880. Whether you need a simple Windows install or you're interested in the latest computers for gaming, call Joe's Lakewood Computer at 216-651-3880. This is Tim Elkhorn, radio voice of the Cleveland Cavaliers for attorney Will Spiegelberg. Will Spiegelberg is not only a name you know, he's someone you can trust as your attorney no matter the circumstance. Will Spiegelberg is an attorney you can always count on. Will Spiegelberg is the attorney you should contact for all your legal work. When you need an attorney, call Will Spiegelberg at 216-233-4240. Attorney Will Spiegelberg, a great teammate. 216-233-4240. 216-233-4240. Right back here on the Seth Williams Show with Mike Chisoka. Uh Talking a little bit about aliens and stuff. Uh, did the new rock moment. Like the song. Are we good? Um, are we saying aliens only like cow's blood? What about chicken or pigs? Well, you don't know what they dine on. I don't well, know what they dine on. I mean, that like we've talked about, some of the mutilation have been sheep, and some of the mutilations have been horses. So, but it's definitely livestock. Aliens need beef on their planet. I'm sick of eating bugs. James Scott, I've heard of Skinwalker Ranch, but never really seen it. I listen to WTM Coast to Coast I'm from one a.m. to five a.m. Monday through Friday. Uh, this is where I've heard some of this. Yeah, some of that is there. But then again, this is an example of the kind of stuff going back to what we were talking about for uh, in 1973, uh, law enforcement reported a whole wave of cattle deaths in seven different counties across Kansas and Nebraska. They came out and studied it, 
said there was no evidence of anything unnatural about the stuff we've been talking about. And one of the farmers called the Alamosa uh, County Sheriff, and he told them that the deaths were probably due to a lightning strike. Now, you can take what you want from coast to coast and believe what you want out of it. I tend to like that show. Yeah, me too. used to anyways before I stopped listening to that station. Um, but this story was on CNN. This story was on Fox. This story was on ABC. This story was all over the place. Uh, so it's not exactly like it was a, you know, some sort of National Enquirer article. This was, right. you know, legitimate, if you want to call them that, news media that reported this story. These stories. It's, it, larger animals have to make it worth the trip from 10 years away. Yes. All right. I do have a video here. Now, some of it's tough to see. So you're going to have to, like, pay attention to the video here. All right? So I'm going to try to do this and... Uh, let's see what, what this video shows. Cool. This is from 2014, it looks like. Here comes another one. The single one's now coming across. It's moving from like the east to the southeast. You hear me? This is freaking amazing. I don't know what the hell these things are. But it's definitely moving. I mean, I see Here it. comes another one. Their window's down. They're listening to the Indians Behind game. It. It's just know. coming into frame. I, you know, I see the other one coming up. You see the second one? Yeah. I see them both. Now, this reminds now, me of what I saw. Of them. They're more orangish in the natural see, eye. That's what I saw an orange light. Yep. But they're not moving like airplanes. No. I don't know, man. I, I buy this stuff. This man. is amazing. Well, it looks like they're kind of turning, flashing. They're more orange just now. One of them's fading off the camera. I can still see it with the naked eye. The other one's still pretty bright right here. And here comes another two more. I see them, or three. Coming from the east, I'm going to shift over towards those. Oh, yeah, there. Here's two more wow. coming from behind the trees. I can still see the one up in the sky. One faded away. One still pretty good view for the naked eye, but I don't want to switch off these two. These two are moving. Those are not airplanes. No. Those are something else that are. And airplanes. This is freaking amazing. And here comes another one. Here comes a third one. It might come in frame. I can see it. It'll be on the lower left. I don't know if I. Honey, come here. Come out here. (laughs) Honey. 
Sandy, get your ass on the patio. Quick. quick. Look at these freaking UFOs. Oh, my God. They've been coming. I mean, now there's three. I can't get the third one in frame. Holy crap. They've been coming like one and then two and one and then two. Oh, my God. I don't know if I could turn it and get all three. Oh, there they yeah, are. Yeah, there. I can get the third one way down at the bottom. What the hell? I have no idea. They've been coming. I got three or four videos of them. Don't tell me this is a weather balloon. They're the third one you can barely see at the bottom of the screen there. And the one's kind of fading away because it's getting out of range of the camera. I don't know. I'm buying that. Well, how many times have pilots testified to the stuff that they've seen flying at night? It's just there's way too many incidences of stuff and things to pretend that none of this is real. Well, that's just it. Now they've come out with like, Air Force pilots who have actually come out and said, you know, exactly, they've seen stuff and tried yep. to, you know, video, showed them video of it. And um, and this is stuff anybody that's interested or is paying attention to the first time can Google or go to YouTube and listen to stuff that pilots have actually said back to, uh, you know, the traffic controllers to let them know what's up in the sky while they're in the middle of flying. Yeah. Stuff that fighter pilots have seen. Stuff that astronauts have seen. Uh, James Barrett says, Hi, Seth. Request for my wife. Take off the shirt. Um, maybe towards the end of the show, I will do that. Um, no, probably not. But, well, at least pull it down so it looks like his. <laughs> I, mean, I, I would do that. I've done it before. Why not? Um, how is it that all videos of these phenomena either is shaky or out of focus? Well, like all the videos of Bigfoot, proof of aliens, why didn't they stop and say hello? Well, one, because they're smarter them. than us. They don't want to talk to us. And they have said hello, obviously, to our cattle. I mean, I think yeah. that's pretty obvious. And I don't know, maybe because people out there aren't exactly, you know, photographers getting paid to do it. It's not their job. It's not their living. They're yeah. taking videos of something that they see on the spur of the moment. Well, and plus be, the fact now they know that if they pull in the wrong driveway accidentally, they're going to get shot. I mean, I'd be a little bit shaky if I saw a Bigfoot or like aliens in front of me. I think I'd be. Um, James is mad that his wife wanted me to take the shirt off. Oh. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. I like Jim's video. I, and you can go to YouTube and check out James Scott has like five videos on there. Um, you got to find them, though. It's a little bit tricky to find them. Uh, but he does have some videos on there. I think they're pretty good. I think I remember seeing that now that I uh, think about it uh, back in the day. And I think those are pretty interesting stuff. I mean, you see three of them in the same shot. Those are not obviously planes. Yeah. Watch the same video on a 65-inch TV. It's really amazing. Look up DARPA and Skunk Works. They're responsible for many UFOs. I don't know. I'm a believer. That's just me. There's well, cows being mutilated all over the place. You can, you know, people can have different opinions of lights and stuff and things. 
But when those lights and stuff and things start to do things to animals down here that we can't do to animals ourselves, uh, kind of indicates that there's something else out there we don't know about. And my thing is, what do you really need as far as proof? You do what? What do you want? Do you right. want uh, an alien body to be thrown on the ABC News? Is that what it's going to take for you to believe? I mean, I don't understand. This country would lose their shit if they actually found out that aliens and UFOs were real. I, I think there's enough proof out there to say that they're real to begin with. Yeah. Uh, but the government is never going to come out and say, "Yeah, this is what's going on." Never. It would never happen. Yeah. Again, no offense, but there are some people out there that could not handle the fact that we had Donald Trump as a president for four years. Do you think that the thought of an alien life form attacking this world would freak some people out? I think it does. We need the thugs that shoot world star flights to see a UFO some good, good footage. I yeah. They better hurry up and finish building the wall because we're going to have to put a net across the top of it to keep the aliens out. <laughs> I think we should be in a dome. I'm just saying that. I said that from the very beginning. This country should be in a dome. We can keep things coming from the, every which border we have, including the space. Absolutely. Space. And stick some guns out the, the roof of our dome. We right. can shoot anything down. I'm good with that. I want to isolate this country as much as possible to stay safe and fix it before somebody else comes in and screws it all up. Uh, yeah. Just like Bigfoot. I believe in Bigfoot. Yeah. We can have Psychic Sonia on. Psychic Sonia is an expert when it comes to... Do you call them Bigfoot? Is plural for Bigfoot, Big Feet, or Bigfoot? <laughs> She's an expert on the large things. I shouldn't have said that. That came out really bad. She's not an expert on the large things. She's an expert on Bigfoot. <laughs> uh, yes, we need laser fences around uh, the entire country. Right. So down the aliens, and they won't be able to penetrate. That's not a bad two. Uh, remember, maybe they know, do know. That's why Trump started Space Force. I thought Space Force was like the greatest idea of all time. We absolutely need a Space Force. Uh, Hollywood and media propaganda have ruined the ability to prove it until a full takeover happens. That's probably true. Do you agree with that? Well, you know, it makes you wonder how much stuff has made its way into the movies through the back channels. I mean, stuff that people that know things know things, talk to people that make things make things, and next thing you know, some of that stuff that's in the movies, some of the technology, some of the concepts and stuff like that might very well be, you know, stuff that really is out there or that is already known. Yeah, again, I mean, they got to get the, these ideas. I think all these ideas stem from somewhere. Again, yeah. going back as far as the Mayans and the Aztecs who had drawings on their caves uh, that showed spacemen inside of rocket ships. I mean, where did they come up with that idea? They weren't, I, I doubt that they were the creative minds that we have today uh, back then. When they no, don't sell them short. All, all the mythology, all of the. You know, people look at the how many times do you remember when you had to study um, the uh, uh, with constellations and yes. you asked and sat there and looked and find uh, Orion's belt and find all this and, and think to yourself, how high 
were those Greeks and Romans to lay on their back, look at three stars in a row and say, this is, you know, Aphrodite. What? So, yeah, their imaginations were just as good as anything we come up with today. I doubt, though, when they were inventing fire that they thought about a spaceship coming down and and with rocket men inside. They, they, that's what some of the drawings show. Well, that's what makes you wonder, did they invent fire or is some of this stuff gifts? I think that the, the gift of fire was absolutely, I think it was you know, a gift, like, without a here. doubt. I so they that, told us a little bit of what we needed to know, and then they said, all right, this this civilization is going to take billions of years to catch up with us, and they left. Yeah, if we're going to go with the evolution theory, I doubt that all of a sudden a tadpole grew into a human and decided I'm going to come up with, with, with flames and fire. No, this had to come from somewhere. This kind of technology uh, that we ended up growing into absolutely came from somewhere. Um, they can't tell time on a clock face or what's a woman today. That is absolutely true. Actually, you know what? I just read a story. I'm going to give Joe Biden some credit. Yes, you heard me right, Mike. Uh, I'm, I'm going to give Joe Biden some credit. Uh, today, apparently at the teacher's speech, he um, mistook a congresswoman for a man uh, during his speech. And I have to say, that is not a Joe Biden faux pas. That is just 2023. Because... You can call somebody whatever you want to call them at this point. It doesn't matter. So that was not a Joe Biden mess up. That was Joe Biden just being a part of 2023, calling somebody whatever. Uh, most of uh, our tech came from Star Trek in the 60s. Cell phones, MRI machines, talking to computers, etc. The whole space race thing. Transistor radios. Computers, the Internet, all that stuff was right around that time. Doors that slide when you walk up to them. There you go. I want to know who the guy was that made the sound of the doors opening up and closing in the uh, Star Trek series. Because some of the greatest sound effects ever came from that series. Uh, the truth is out. There is the show. I couldn't remember when I texted earlier about Jim's video being aired. Don't know if the show is being renewed. Apparently Jim's video is going to be on. The truth is out there. Well, I think it is out there. I think I think the video that we showed earlier about the cows. Um, I could probably play that again if you want me to. Well, so we can it. wrap that up for now. We can still, you know, the one thing I do like about this show is we don't drop stuff forever in a day. We refer <sighs> back to it. If there's further developments, we'll catch up with it. Somebody else got a collection of stuff or knows anything about the cattle. Mutilations has been following it and wants to, you know, come on. They're welcome to do that. Yeah. Uh, after after you wrap it up, if that's what we're going to do, um, I have um, something about uh, America I want to get into. When so, yeah, go ahead. Play the video. Well, I mean, we don't have to. We'll play it for another time. Okay. Doesn't matter to me. Um, but I think that there is something out there. Let's see. I do, too. All the tech they got today, Dick Goddard got more right. Yes. <laughs> no kidding, man. And like I said, this whole and the wind chill, they never ever, you know, that's BS. Cause if it feels like 12 degrees to a thermometer, it's 12 degrees. And that's what it feels like to you. It doesn't feel like nine because it's windy. And you know, that's all made up because in the summertime, not once have you ever heard anybody on any network say, 
Well, tomorrow the high is going to be 89, but with a slight breeze off the lake, it'll feel like 87. They never to, do wind chill in the summer. I hate to... Somebody says... I miss Dick. Okay. I was going to say so do I, but um, I don't want that to be yeah, misconstrued. Yeah, all kinds of connotations with that stuff, especially so, in 2023. I mean, I guess I miss Dick. I love Dick. I love Dick. I mean, he was a great guy. Um, not sure what I would have done without Dick when I was young, to be honest. But Dick helped me through many a night when I was you know, laying there in bed about wondering about the next day. Um, yeah, I, I really, I do miss Dick too. Yep. <laughs> Got to hand it to you. Got to hand it to, to Dick. And yeah, it was, it was good. Dick was great. Uh, no, Nicola. Tesla in 1910 said, we will all be walking around with a device in our hand to communicate with each other. Okay. Is that accurate? I don't know. Nate. Do you like Dick, Mike? Or did Uh, you like Dick? At some point in your life, did you like Dick? There have been times, yeah. Yeah. There have been times. He was a great guy. Uh, Yes, absolutely. Did a lot for animals, too. Yeah. <laughs> Dick did a lot for animals. That's unfortunate in some ways. Uh, do you miss Dick more than uh, than Leg? Um, that's a toss-up, man. It really is. Dick was so great. Not so much anymore. <laughs> okay. Know. Tell you what. We don't have to um, take a break right now. We'll go into which take one. Take a break and then no, we don't. We don't have to take a break. Oh, good. Go we don't have to. Um, I went out and uh, something else uh, caught my if eye. We're doing I, a company thing. I want. I want to save that for Wednesday. Oh, you do? Yeah. I mean, there's a hundred of them. Okay. That's a lot of companies to get through. There's a tease for Wednesday. All right. Um, there's a good tease. We have a hundred uh, companies. List. And I. Yeah, let me preface it. It, I put a little research into the fact that um, I get a lot of people have taken umbrage with a couple of things, uh, specifically um, uh, American, quote unquote, uh, capitalism and this thing where they say that, you know, I'm too tough on the on the rich. So I have a list of 100 companies that started out as American companies, but you're going to be really, really amazed at who owns them today. So that'll be for Wednesday. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of companies and I want to start a big discussion on that. Um, so I think it's just not enough time left tonight to, to get into okay. all of that. Um, Natalie, Mrs. Dick. Well, you know, it's been a while, some, huh? there's some people that don't have to, if they don't want to. Yeah, James Goddard or Dayton. I miss both dicks. I mean, really, both dicks were fantastic. You remember those days when we had both dicks? I do. So I'm just saying it was it was a pleasure to have both dicks at one point. Goddard and Dayton, who I'm referring to. Right. Uh, only 100? Stop being lazy, Mike. <laughs> okay. I got two days till Wednesday. Maybe I'll come up with two. I, I will say this, man. I have to give you some credit 
where credit is deserved here. You did call me today. You're like, yeah, I'm on like number 35 of this list of 100. What? <laughs> and then it's not like a list anymore because like computers used to give you like an actual list of stuff. Yeah. Uh, but now they don't. Right. Now what they do is they give you a slideshow of 100 different things you have to click through. So you can't just print out the list of 100. Yes, you're you have right. To go through a slideshow of crap to <laughs> to look at to get through the entire thing, and then every five slides that you go through to see this entire list of 100 companies, there's like one or two ad slides that pop up. Right. That you have to sit there and look at. Um, I'm getting the technology of Star Trek. I wish was a little bit better than it is now. Yeah, I'm getting real tired of trying to do any kind of uh, research starting out with Google and being directed to where they want you to go, not where you want to go or find information about. Um, Scott does have a, a good point here, and I appreciate you pointing this out, Scott. Uh, really penetrated the airwaves they did. Yes. Uh, Both dicks penetrated our lives for quite some time and stood up air. for what they thought was right they definitely stood tall when they needed to um i should see if i can get dick on the air actually well not joking i think i should get dick from dayton widen the frame a little there <laughs> dick from dayton i'm not going to try to get dick on this show we don't have room for it uh this is the <laughs> ritman or seville mike use uh, Brave or DuckDuckGo, not Google. Okay. I've never heard of Brave or DuckDuckGo. What the hell is that? Oh, he's on to the next generation of, like, asking computers questions. Is that like a like a search engine? Yep. What happens if I look up Dick on Brave or DuckDuckGo, Chris? Am I going to get pictures of Dick, Goddard, or Dayton? No ads. Both are humble, too. They didn't have big heads. Uh, yeah, I guess I guess that's pretty accurate. I've met them both, and I've met both dicks, and they both did seem very humble. Uh, search engines. All right, I've never had a uh, search engine. Never used a search engine other than Google, I believe. Or what is, is Safari a search engine, too? I don't know what a search engine is. What's a search engine? Give me a definition of a search engine. Uh, it's an engine you search with. Does Dick from Dayton call this show? No, but I'm going to try to make that happen. No. Uh, I, I think I that would be an ultimate goal of mine for this broadcast is to have it Dick from Dayton certainly on. certainly would, yep. It'd be I mean, hell, he calls everybody else in the country. Yeah. There's no way that I, I can't get Dick from Dayton on. Somebody's got to know Dick. If you know Dick, get a hold of Dick. And let Dick know that I'm trying to reach him. Have you ever heard him called sports shows? I have. Yeah. Interesting. He's interesting. Yeah. They did an article about Dick a while back, and it was kind of interesting. DuckDuckGo prevents tracking of you. I know Google does not prevent tracking. Everything that I look up on <laughs> Google ends up on my phone like an hour later. How many times have you gone someplace, started reading what you finally wanted to read, and a little box pops up that says the location that you're at 
would like to know your loc- the your location. It's like you knew where to send the request. How do you not know where I'm at? How did you how could you send me this message if you didn't know where I was at? Yeah. That's a good question. Now, did you did you read any of the other articles? I say I say an article about what Mike Dewine is talking about doing. What's your opinion on this? Yeah, that's um. Let's talk about this real quick. All right, Mike Dewine is now proposing. I think it's part of another bill that he's trying to pass through. But he well, is proposing that anybody the under the age of sixteen not be able to use social media without parents' permission. All right. Here's my initial thought. <clears throat> My initial thought was 16 might be too late and too little. But the statistics came out today that also show kids today aren't learning how to read either because they don't have to do it. They just type words and they type 30 or 40 of them and they use emojis and so on and so forth. So maybe 12 because maybe you let the brain develop fully without having to deal with being in a uh, popcorn machine with a billion different ideas exploding all around. Here's my point. When you were little, if you woke up in a good mood, if you woke up in a bad mood, if you woke up with something on your mind, if you woke up curious about something, so on and so forth, you had all day to think about it. But if you're on a device that flashes something every six, seven seconds, you have to make choices. You have to say no. You're getting bombarded with algorithm stuff that tries to lead you in places. That's an awful lot at four and five and six when your brain is just developing. And so I think it's well intended, but by the time you're 16, it's too late. You know, but I think he's saying... That under the age of 16. Yeah, you can't use social media. You can't media, use I social think. media. And so, I, I mean, at 16 years old, are you prepared to use social media as opposed to 15? Well, I think, sure it, I, think if, accurate. I think if you got to develop on your own until you were 12, then maybe, yeah, 16 is fine. But I don't see any problem with taking it out of the hands of three and four and five-year-olds until... They get a chance to like be human for it before they become an extension of their uh, handheld device. And then I think that some people can handle it and some people can't. I think that it really comes down to parenting your child. And okay. I, I'm not sure that I think that the government should be continually getting involved. And I'm not a big DeWine fan to begin with. I mean, people know that. Uh, but I don't think the government should be getting involved in parenting your child. You know, look, my daughter... Uh, is fairly well adjusted when it comes to using a phone. Now, I don't, she has a, her accounts on social media, some of them. And, you know, we try to keep track of what she's doing on social media. And I trust the fact that she's not doing something stupid because, you know, we try to be in her life and, right. and keep her right from wrong. You raised her. And I think that, you know, that it's, that's more what should be happening is the parents should be in control and not the government. Who the hell is Mike DeWine to sit here and say that a kid that's 15 years old is not equipped to handle Twitter, but a kid that's 16 years old is equipped to handle Twitter. Uh, it's not a government issue and it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be, but by, the same, but by the same token, you can say the same thing about alcohol. 
there are things about alcohol that shouldn't be part of a body that still develops. So like two, three, four years old, alcohol is not a real good thing. I used to work at Children Family Services, Seth. I understand we that. Got, hang on. We got a call every night, five nights in a row, from this mother who had to rush her infant to the hospital. And nobody could figure out what was wrong with it, the doctors and all that stuff. Finally, on the fifth day, accidentally, the doctor discovered what was wrong when the girl said, the mother said, that every night before the baby went to bed, she gave it chocolate milk. And she did that because she figured, well, I like chocolate milk. I thought my baby would too. But babies aren't supposed to have chocolate milk when they're infants. And so, you know, you can't always expect parents to be, and any attempt by the government to step in is going to be a step down and not going to be as effective and so on and so forth. But Look, maybe an encouragement, maybe a guideline, but making it against the law, that's not the way to do anything anyway. But you got to you got to admit when you got 63 percent of kids in their 20s today that would rather text and not talk to anybody at all, that it's it's changing the quality of life in ways that it hasn't been around long enough for us to study. Never will pass even more responsible. Or yeah. more impossible to enforce, the adults will absolutely revolt, and rightly so, or having to prove their age without providing a license is proof of age. Oh, no, the idea is parental permission and control. Because I'm going to tell you what we're going to see in our lifetime is uh, uh, all kinds of some infringement on who can have a kid and how many kids you can have that's never been an issue here but it's common and see the the, the part about me is that i'm sure you said i want less government control when i when it comes to you know and parents should be more responsible for what their kids watch and do and everything else yeah at the same time when you said that i'm kind of sitting there thinking well maybe that isn't such a bad idea yeah. <laughs> you should you have to take a test to drive a car. You don't right. Anybody just get behind the wheel to drive a car. Right. Uh, so maybe you should have to take a test to see if you're fit to right. be a parent. <clears throat> but at some point, we're infringing on God's law here. And God's law is to I get that, but have children do your thing. You know? uh, so I, I don't know where, Australia, Jeff, where you Jeff, go. Comedian from Australia who says that we teach sex education wrong here in America. We should teach it the same way they teach it in uh, porn films. Because in those movies, the guy always pulls out and goes everywhere with it. (laughs) And that's what we should teach kids to do so that everybody has as much sex as they want, but just doesn't have babies. Until you're ready to have babies. So, you know, in the meantime, that's why God made curtains. Unfortunately, Dick wants more children. There you go. <laughs> there you go. You are right, Mike. Three, four, five-year-olds do not need access to phones, not even six to 12-year-olds old. Parents do not do anything to monitor their kids. Now, I disagree, Natalie. No offense here, but... Um... Go to Walmart. Go to Mark's. Go to Kmart. Go to Giant Eagle. Go to the shopping mall and watch how many strollers 
have kids that are buried in some sort of school. Okay, at some point, and they're with their parents, Mike. But it is 2023, and you got to step out of the 50s and 60s. That's not where we're at. That's not where we're going back to. Never going to happen, whether we want it to or not. There's no more leave it to Beaver. There's no white picket fence for the most part. Okay, you know what? Forty America years from now, three. I like. Let me finish. I like that. Let me finish, yeah. please. But we don't talk over each other. I liked yeah. having when my daughter was younger a phone or a device that she could watch because you know what? It calmed her down at a restaurant when we went out to eat. So there wasn't that annoying, stupid ass kid that's always sitting there crying uh, when they're trying to have dinner. It calmed her down when she's in the back seat when we're trying to drive the, all the way down to Columbus or wherever. And you don't want some stupid kid in the back seat screaming and crying. And so sometimes having a kid's attention span, and maybe they do have some sort of educational purpose as well, is beneficial to having a young kid. Now, if you're a good parent, you're able to control that. Okay, we're not saying anything that's diametrically opposed. My mother was Italian, and what she used to do is put poppy seed in a baby sock and let me suck on that. And I was pretty calm the whole way to Columbus. What I'm saying is we are going to find out in the next 10, 15 years, and some of the research is already there, that you really mess up a kid's cognitive thinking by bombarding them with too many stimuli that they're not capable of handling because their brains haven't developed. And what they're doing, it's like putting fireworks in front of them and their eyes cannot look away from it. They don't get it. They don't understand it the language and so on and so forth. It's not that it's turning them into. So maybe if you took the screen out of their hand and you told your kid, we're about ready to go into a restaurant. If you misbehave in the restaurant, when we get home, you're going to have to sleep outside chained to a tree tonight. Now I know Uh, you can't do that, but don't you test positive for heroin when you suck on poppy seeds? Uh, Only if you're tested, but they don't test three-year-olds. Yeah. Well, there you go. No wonder we're calm. Yeah. And maybe that has affected some sort of brain function later I'm in life. I'm not saying it hasn't, but certainly the electronic artificial stuff is, you know, that ain't healthy. Except the problem is that social learning for most kids is lost by parenting by iPad. I don't disagree with you. Right. That's my point, though, <laughs> is that maybe we should start giving parenting classes before you have kids. True. Or maybe we should be testing parents to make sure they don't have five six kids to live off the government but i don't think that the answer is having the government getting involved in being a parent i don't think the government should be able to tell me what my kid or can't my kid can or cannot look at when it comes to social media or online or that kind of thing here's the it's my responsibility to make sure the kid's not looking at porn and is looking at sesame street okay i don't want to look at either but here is the one thing about that sort of logic that you can't unwind if you're an awful lot of the things that I get yelled at for not being, and that's this. Our founding fathers created the government, and this is supposedly the only country on the face of the earth where the people are the government. It wasn't until the 80s and someone that I can't get into with 20 minutes left in the show to explain 
that said, oh, we'll make government the enemy. And now all you hear is, well, the government can't do this, and the government shouldn't do this, and the government shouldn't do that, and the government should. Well, if we got back to the government being all of us collectively doing what we all thought was collectively better for everybody, that's the biggest reason why I advocate that we back off both sides and meet in the middle. That's the biggest reason why I do it. Because we may not be of the people, by the people, and for the people today, but we should be. We were designed to be that way. And the government is messing everything up is an indictment of us, not the government, because we're still the government. We just quit paying attention to yeah, it. Well, we can't change that. Yes, we can. Who well, else? Well, what do you want? You, you want a revolt? No, you're not going to get anybody to come down from space because all they want is our eyes and our assholes. They don't want to help the cow. Uh, what we are teaching kids, uh, teaching is the more kids one has, the more money that gets thrown at them. That is true. Amen. And those are things we can change. For some children, the parents know what they're able to handle. Not all children mature at the same rate. Okay, fine. But does that mean that the government should be able to come in and, and tell you what to do with your child? I don't think so. And, and how are they going to enforce this? Right? And are they going to come in your home or what are they going to put restrictions on, on Twitter and Facebook? I mean, they should have restrictions probably anyways, but uh, that should be a, a company decision, not a government decision. Yeah, but you know what? All the government has to do to enforce things is offer people 10 bucks to download the app and everybody will do it. Promise them a free cheeseburger once a week for the rest of their lives, and they will download the app yeah, that allows sad. them to monitor what their kids are it's doing. It's a that's pretty sad state of affairs that you know people can be bought off to let the government control your life. What, you don't think it's happening? Well, of Every course it single is. store wants you to download the app where you can scan and go. Of course so it's happening. Shop, <clears throat> you like put the biggest in the example cart, of it is, is that and the money's out of your Jesus the money's Christ. out of your bank account before you even make it back to your car. Joe Biden promised people $10,000 for college kids for their vote. And yes, bribing people to vote is happening. Uh, the problem is not the kids. It's the parents. You can buy site blocking tools for next to nothing but minimal hassle of installing and monitoring is more than the lazy parents will do. Well, that's true. Again, I have a problem with the parents. Me too. On this subject, the government should not interfere. Mary Joe. I think on most subjects, the government should not interfere. Most. But again. Absolutely, Chris. Parents are just concerned about their self. That is true. Yep. What would you do if your child... What would you do if your child being belligerently bullied? Uh, I would tell the child to start with that if someone... <clears throat> types to you in all capital letters they're not really yelling at you because you don't hear with your eyes look i understand that online and social media bullying is such a thing now um i think the word bully gets overused um you know what happened when i was a kid if you were being made fun of i was upset about it for a little bit and then i got over it because my parents would sit me down and say hey man it's, it's all right get over it right? <clears throat> Not the end of the world here. And we didn't and have, I understand you know, it. 
Cyberbullying is a little bit more intense probably for kids right now. They have to deal with that kind of thing. But it, again, comes down to parenting. It's your job as a parent to make sure that the social media and all that kind of stuff is being handled the right way. Yeah, but the parents also couldn't stand up the pharmaceutical companies that decided that every kid needed to be on pills, too. Yeah, and it was also the government that stepped in and told everybody to take a vaccine. Uh, I, I just, I don't know. I, I think the government should just stay out of our, our shit. Yeah, they could. But right don't forget, they also said the same thing about the Spanish flu, and they also said the same thing about polio. And guess what? There isn't any polio because everybody took the vaccine. Well, we're not going to get our show banned again. So, all right. <laughs> Right. On Wednesday, we're going to have Tony Masaccio on. We're going to be talking some food. He's going to be out eating, I think, some wings. So I'm interested to see where he's going to be at. And we're going to go over the top 100. No, we're going to go over a list of 100 companies that are not American-owned that you probably think are American-owned. Correct? Yep. Starting point for some other stuff to talk about. But, yeah, I've got it. And you read yeah, a couple to me doing today. It to but... Wednesday, I can I can get this copy. I can get copies of this, screenshot it, and send it to you, so you'll have the list too. Yeah, I want to see the list because you read a couple uh, to me today that I was kind of like, "Are you serious?" Because yep. <laughs> I did not know it. Uh, so I look forward to that discussion on Wednesday. Um, again, I got a doctor's appointment in the morning. I got a lot of stuff to do tonight before. Good I luck get with there. that, bro. Good uh, luck with yeah, that. I'm not not looking forward to it. Not looking forward to it. If I come back on Wednesday and. There's something horrible. I'll let everybody know. Um, thank you guys for listening tonight. Thank you, Mike. Good job with everything. Good job. Uh, you too. Everybody messaging about the, uh, the cows and everything. Wait, I want to play this. We don't allow kids to toughen up. We tell a kid that they aren't sad but suffering mental issues that need medicated. Amen. We've simply stopped letting emotional pain guide development of emotions. Absolutely. Try watching television anytime after dinner from the dinner hour until midnight. Every other commercial is asking you, do you need this pill? Do you want that pill? Ask your doctor. When was the last time you went to your doctor and you recommended what medication you're beyond? And then the pharmaceuticals are asking you questions like, well, you know, tell your doctor if you're pregnant or might be. How does your doctor not know you're, Jesus, you know? Sandy says, I do not have a tumor. Well, we'll find out hopefully tomorrow. Um, <laughs> have a great night. You too. And, uh, God willing, uh, we'll talk to you on what Wednesday. Is that what we're doing? Wednesday nights, huh? Yeah, yeah. always. Yeah. yeah, looking forward to it. I'm scattered tonight, man. I'm worried about tomorrow. Well, me you'll be all right, dude. All right. Thanks, Mike. I'll talk to you later. Thanks, Seth. Right.